Hey, this is Sophia from CNET here with the latest tech news. As deadly wildfires raged in California last year, utilities across the state gave residents a taste of a dystopian future. To prevent their power lines from causing new blazes again, Northern California Utility PG&E instituted public safety power shutoff programs that allowed them to purposely plunge entire cities into darkness, sometimes for as long as a week. More than two million Californians fumed and government officials questioned whether the shutoffs were really necessary, even as the utilities insisted the blackouts could be a fact of life during fire season for the next decade. In 2018, equipment from PG&E sparked the most destructive fire in the state's history. It quickly became clear that shutoffs had serious consequences outside of just spoiled food in refrigerators. When cell phone towers and shutoff areas became either overloaded or were offline completely, people lost a vital way to get emergency alerts. For Californians without landlines at home, a number as high as 85%, according to AT&T, that's a big problem. Fortunately, state officials have noticed. Last week, the California Public Utilities Commission said it'll be spending the next few months deciding whether wireless carriers will be required under penalty of fines to provide backup power for their towers during blackouts so people's mobile phones can keep working. There are a lot of reasons to ask if the PG&E shutoffs are the right thing to do. Local businesses like grocery stores and restaurants, some of which are independent and locally owned, lost billions of dollars and hourly workers lost pay because of the forced time off. But the better public policy question is whether the state should concentrate on setting standards for the blackouts or forcing PG&E and other utilities to make their equipment fireproof. More frightening is the chance that the blackouts could make things worse. During the Tubbs fire, Sonoma County officials didn't send emergency alerts to phones in areas where the fire was spreading, leaving some residents with no warning that they needed to evacuate. When that fire was finally extinguished, 22 people had died, and almost 6,000 structures had been destroyed. Local governments likely won't make that mistake again, but it won't matter in a blacked-out home with no wireless service. No text or tweets also means no way to get life-saving information. Firefighters and first responders also depend on wireless networks to do their jobs, as was clear last year when Verizon throttled data for crews battling the Mendocino complex fire. During the January 23rd meeting, the Public Utilities Commission suggested forcing the state's wireless providers like Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile to have 72 hours of backup power for towers in high-risk fire areas. The carriers may resist any strong mandates. The California Cable and Telecommunications Association said that there were significant real-world challenges to installing generators. But regardless of the challenges, a solution is needed because lives could depend on getting a text. For more of the latest tech news, visit CNET.com.